Viewpoint on Mormonism, the program that examines the teachings of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints from a biblical perspective. Viewpoint on Mormonism is sponsored by Mormonism Research Ministry. Since 1979, Mormonism Research Ministry has been dedicated to equipping the body of Christ with answers regarding the Christian faith in a manner that expresses gentleness and respect. And now, your host for today's Viewpoint on Mormonism. Will Latter-day Saints escape the effect of a plague if they are obedient? Welcome to this edition of Viewpoint on Mormonism. I'm your host, Bill McKeever, founder and director of Mormonism Research Ministry. And with me today is Eric Johnson, my colleague at MRM. We continue to look at several books that were given away as Christmas gifts by the First Presidency between the years 1981 and 2017. We've been looking at the topic of obedience, and today we are going to examine that topic by going to a book that was given away in 2001, Selections from Doctrines of Salvation, Sermons and Writings of Joseph Fielding Smith. Now, Doctrines of Salvation was a three-volume set, and so what they did is they went through this three-volume set, whoever the editor is, and we're not even sure who that is, and they took from the Doctrines of Salvation statements by the 10th president of the church that they must have felt were very pertinent and something that Latter-day Saints should follow. And as we've been saying throughout this series, these books being given away by the First Presidency, we have to assume that the First Presidency agreed with what was in these books and obviously wanted members who received them to believe what's in these books as well. As I said, we're looking at selections from Doctrines of Salvation, and we're looking at page 422, and the subheading says that saints may escape plagues by obedience. Obedience. What does the 10th president say about that? And just a reminder, this is coming from Doctrines of Salvation, Volume 3, page 34. But for this series, the church decided to compile different quotations from the Doctrines of Salvation and call it the Selections from Doctrines of Salvation. So this is a unique book, and it says, Now, my brethren and sisters, in this time of peace, I do not know how long it will last. In this day of prosperity, let us be humble and remember the Lord and keep his commandments and feel that the dangers before us are far greater than they are in the days of trial and tribulation. Do not think for a moment that the days of trial are over. They are not. And then in italics he writes, If we keep the commandments of the Lord, we shall prosper, we shall be blessed. And then he returns to regular type and says the plagues and the calamities that have been promised will be poured out upon the peoples of the earth, and we shall escape them. Yea, they shall pass us by. Now, here we're going to find what I feel is a lot of equivocation. You're going to hear language that sounds like it's a definite promise that if a Latter-day Saint is keeping the commandments or being obedient, that any such plague will pass over them. Well, first of all, we need to define what a plague is. And there's a broad definition of the word plague. Basically, what you find is it's an epidemic disease that causes high mortality. It can also be described as a pestilence. Also, it can be any widespread affliction, a calamity, or evil, especially one regarded as direct punishment 
by God. And we find this on dictionary.com. Those are the two definitions that seem to fit the context that Joseph Fielding Smith is giving us here. But notice it says in the heading, saints may escape plagues by obedience. But in that same paragraph, if we keep the commandments of the Lord, we shall prosper, we shall be blessed. The plagues, the calamities that have been promised will be poured out upon the peoples of the earth, and we shall escape them. Yea, they shall pass us by. So the question I'm asking, Eric, is what is a Latter-day Saint supposed to take away from this paragraph? Because it sounds like one minute, well, it you may escape it, but then in the same paragraph it says you will escape it. So what is a Mormon supposed to believe? Well, and if you go to page 420, the previous page, under the section that's titled How to Escape Calamities, Smith cites Doctrine and Covenants, section 97, verses 25 to 27, and this is what it says. Nevertheless, Zion shall escape if she observe to do all things whatsoever I have commanded her. But if she observe not to do whatever I have commanded her, I will visit her according to all her works, with sore affliction, with pestilence, with plague, with sword, with vengeance, with devouring fire. Nevertheless, let it be read this once to her ears, that I, the Lord, have accepted of her offering, and if she sin no more, none of these things shall come upon her. That seems pretty definitive. It does seem to be pretty definitive, but at the same time, on the very next page, it asks the question, are the saints keeping the commandments? And of course, when you ask any Latter-day Saint personally if they're keeping all the commandments, they're obviously reluctant to say yes. And if we're going to believe the Bible at all, especially the New Testament in Romans 3.23, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. So how can a Mormon say, well, I'm keeping all the commandments, when obviously they're not. If they were keeping all the commandments, there would be no need for the Latter-day Saint to repent. But yet every Mormon we talk to tells us that they repent, and oftentimes on a pretty regular basis, which means that they are violating revealed law. But let's go back to page 422. In the second paragraph under that heading, saints may escape plagues by obedience. Smith writes, But remember the Lord says, if we fail to keep his word, if we walk in the ways of the world, they will not pass us by, but we shall be visited with floods and with fire, with sword and with plague and destruction. And then in italics the sentence, we may escape these things through faithfulness. Israel of old might have escaped through faithfulness, but they refused to keep the commandments of the Lord and they were not saved. See Deuteronomy chapters 28, 29, and 30. Therefore, I plead with you, pay your tithing. See Malachi 3, 7 through 12. Keep the word of wisdom. See Doctrine and Covenants, section 89, verses 18 to 21. Pray unto the Lord, honor him in all things by keeping his commandments, that his blessings may be poured out and that we may receive them in abundance. See Doctrine and Covenants, section 59, verses 7 through 24. And in humility, we may walk before him and be entitled not only to the blessings that come to us in this mortal life, but to the blessings of eternal life, the greatest gift of God. And then it goes on, on page 423, at the very top, it says, Saints can escape scourges if righteous. So again, the emphasis is always on the obedience of the individual Latter-day Saint. But listen to what he says in this paragraph as well. 
And I should point out, Bill, that this was actually in Doctrine of Salvation, Volume 3, pages 34 and 35, but it was originally said in a conference, in General Conference, April of 1940. And this is what Smith writes. We have the means of escape through obedience to the gospel of Jesus Christ. Will we escape? When I see, even among the Latter-day Saints, the violation of the laws of the Lord, I fear and I tremble. I have been crying repentance among the stakes of Zion for 30 years, calling upon the people to turn to the Lord, keep his commandments, observe the Sabbath day, pay their honest tithing, do everything the Lord has commanded them to do, to live by every word that proceedeth forth from the mouth of God. And then in italics a sentence, by doing this, we shall escape the calamities. Now that sounds, again, very definitive. The word may is not used. We shall. May can be understood to mean possibly, but it also can be a word that describes a condition, that if you meet the condition, something positive, in this case, is going to happen for the Latter-day Saint, meaning that they will escape this particular calamity. Now what's interesting is We don't even see this in Mormon history. For instance, in the book Saints, the Standard of Truth, which is the history book that came out in 2018, it speaks of Zion's camp or the camp of Israel in chapter 18. The Latter-day Saints were driven out of Independence, Missouri, and Joseph Smith claimed that he had a revelation to gather a small army to go and reclaim Independence, Missouri for the Lord. But here's what's interesting in, in, on page 207, the beginning of chapter 19, titled Stewards Over the Ministry. It says, as the camp of Israel disbanded, well, the camp of Israel, or Zion's camp, disbanded in July of 1834. And it says that as the camp of Israel disbanded, a devastating outbreak of cholera attacked its ranks. Saints who had been healthy only hours before collapsed, unable to move. The cries of the sick filled the camp, and many men were too weak for guard duty. Joseph and the elders in camp gave blessings to the sick, but the disease soon struck many of them as well. Joseph fell ill after a few days and languished in his tent, unsure if he would survive. When people began to die, Heber Kimball, Brigham Young, and others wrapped the bodies in blankets and buried them along a nearby stream. First of all, I would question the wisdom of burying the dead by a stream, if that's your drinking water, but that's a whole nother issue. The point being made here is, even though saints are supposed to escape plagues by obedience, Joseph Smith himself fell victim to the cholera epidemic that took place in the United States in 1834. He obviously was not righteous enough to escape it. Or is this, again, the equivocation that Joseph Fielding Smith is trying to give us here, that escape clause that, sadly, folks, a lot of false prophets like to include in order to get them off the hook if what they say doesn't happen the way they said it. Well, here we have a case of Joseph Smith himself becoming victim to this cholera epidemic. 
Bill, I want to go back to Joseph Fielding Smith and the citation I gave earlier, and let me finish what this book has on page 423, and it says, I'm going to repeat what I have said before, for which I have been severely criticized from certain quarters, that even in this country, the United States, we have no grounds by which we may escape, no sure foundation upon which we can stand, and by which we may escape from the calamities and destructions and the plagues and the pestilences, and even the devouring of fire by sword and by war, World War II is going on at this time, unless we repent and we keep the commandments of the Lord, for it is written here in these revelations. So I cry repentance to the Latter-day Saints, and I cry repentance to the people of the United States, as well as to the people of all the world. Now, Bill, my question is, a Latter-day Saint reading this in the 21st century, because remember, this is given away as a present to the general authorities and other employees. How are they going to take what Joseph Fielding Smith is talking about? I think they're getting the impression that if they keep the commandments, that they shall escape the calamities, and perhaps putting it into their modern-day situation. Bill, if people would like to help our radio ministry out, we have a special offer they might like to consider for a generous gift of any size. We're going to send you electronic copies of two documents. The first is Bill McKeever's In Their Own Words. It's a compilation of LDS leader citations, close to 400 pages in length. That's worth so much right there for you to be able to do research. Also, you will receive a compilation of the quotes from these Christmas books that we're using in this series. And all you have to do is go to our website, mrm.org, Go to the Donate button on the right side of the top page and then put in your amount. Uh, In the Add a Note section, put the letters PDF, and if you could provide your radio station call letters or your city and state, that would be helpful. Or if you listen on podcasts, just put your city and state, and that's going to help us immensely. And we'll send those electronic copies of those two documents in the next week. We appreciate your help at this time. Thank you for listening. If you would like more information regarding Mormonism Research Ministry, we encourage you to visit our website at www.mrm.org, where you can request our free newsletter, Mormonism Researched. We hope you will join us again as we look at another viewpoint on Mormonism.